Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Today is October 20th, 2021. Welcome back to the Gonzo Chronicles. Thank you for uh, checking me out again. We're getting a little closer to that target of 100 shows. But do you know what happened this day in history? This is actually quite fascinating. I've talked a little bit about like the, uh, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, the dangers of communism, our culture war. I've mentioned cultural communism on, like when I've gone off on rants. But today, this day in history, actually, I thought was quite interesting, and I thought I'd read that to you before we get into today's topic of missing time and abduction cases, and not like kidnappings. I mean like alien abduction cases. But this day, October 20th, 1947, the notorious Red Scare in America kicks into high gear in Washington, and a congressional committee uh, started investigating communist influence in one of the most glamorous communities in the world, Hollywood. So after World War II, the Cold War began, and it really started to heat up between the United States and what was then the uh, USSR, the Soviet Union, the commies. But anyway, in back in Washington, conservative watchdogs uh, worked to uh, out communists in the government before they set their sight on alleged what they call Reds. And uh, this was in a very famous um, movie that was uh, done a little while back. I can't think of the name of it, but it was named after a particular guy who got just railroaded and blacklisted in Hollywood. Um, but anyway, they went into the liberal movie industry. The investigation began October 1947 in the House Un-American Activities Committee. They grilled a number of witnesses and just asking them bluntly and what they call McCarthy McCarthyism. Are you or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Whether out of patriotism or fear, some of the witnesses, uh, this included some heavyweights in Hollywood, Robert Taylor uh, and the studio honchos over at Walt Disney uh, and Jack Warner, uh, Eliza Kazan, Gary Cooper, the, the famous Gary Cooper, they gave... Uh, the committee names of their colleagues they suspected of being communist. But there was a smaller group known as the Hollywood 10 that resisted. Uh, they complained that the hearings were illegal, violated their First Amendment rights. They were all convicted of obstruct obstructing the investigation and they all served jail time. Um, they were pressured by Congress. Uh, the Hollywood establishment started a blacklist policy 
and they banned the work of about 300 and some screenwriters, actors, directors who had not been cleared by the committee. And those uh, that were blacklisted included uh, composer Aaron Copland, uh, writers uh, Lillian Hellman and Dorothy Parker, uh, playwright Arthur Miller, and uh, Orson Welles, of all people. So some of these blacklisted writers used pseudonyms to keep working. So they were working behind the scenes while others wrote the scripts that they were credited for uh, and uh, gave to other writer friends. And since uh, in the early 60s, after the downfall of Joseph McCarthy, the senator who started all this, he was the most public face of anti-communism, uh, began uh, the band started to slowly lift. And in 1997, the Writers Guild of America unanimously voted to change the writing credits of 23 films made during that period, um, reversing but not erasing some of the damage that was done during that Red Scare to give people actual credit. And uh, Trumbo, I think that was the name of the movie. That was actually a really good movie if anybody wants to check that out. It might be on Amazon Prime or uh, maybe on uh, Netflix. I haven't looked on Netflix. I, I saw it quite some time ago. But really, really interesting history. But today I wanted to just like do a quick show and talk about alien abductions. Have you ever experienced missing time? And by that, I don't mean just taking a nap and falling asleep. I mean, driving down the road on a trip, and next thing you know, two hours have gone by, two and a half hours, and you're like, whoa, I don't remember going through any of this that was familiar. Um, I'm on the road probably at least once a month. It's a several-hour trip for work uh, to go to my office, and um, I've never experienced anything like this, but I do drive across a lot of road that's not very busy. Uh, Mountain Parkway, and I and the reason I bring this up is somebody that I know, a friend of mine, is, who I consider incredibly credible, very credible, and very honest, um, brought to me a freaky story of missing time, and it wasn't just the time that was missing, and how it was verified, it was what her daughter said after the fact who was with her. And it made me think of some of these other infamous cases. Now, on the show in the past, I've talked about Betty and Barney Hill. And this was a very uh, infamous case in alien abductions. And I'll just go back, uh, give you a little highlight of it, um, re reminder. This was in September of 1961. Uh, Barney and Betty Hill, they were returning from a, a holiday uh, to Niagara Falls. And Betty was claimed she saw a bright light in the sky. And as the light moved closer and got brighter, a large shape hovered over the car in the road. And Betty said she was convinced that the object was a UFO. Her husband got out of the car and says he spotted nearly a dozen humanoid figures through his binoculars. They were terrified, and they sped away, only to get home in a somewhat altered state. All right, and, and some of this may be jarring your memory. The normal four-hour drive had lasted seven hours, and both felt a strange, like a, a buzzing sensation about them. Their clothes were ripped. They couldn't explain why. And Betty found a, like, this strange powder-like substance on her dress, had no idea what it was or where it came from. And then Betty started having really vivid, lucid dreams about 
the UFO encounter. And in those dreams, a needle was thrust into her belly and, her, and skin samples were taken. Months later, though, she ended up drawing what was called, a, she called it, she called it a star map that she said the humanoids uh, showed her. And no one had reason to believe that they were lying. They were just an average American couple and, you know, held up in kind of high esteem by their community. Uh, another famous case um, was Travis Walton. And, uh, you know, they made a movie out of this guy. Um, Travis Walton, just to remind you, he claimed an alien abduction. Uh, and and that actually, his claim was actually kind of bolstered by his co-workers. This took place in 1971 and uh, in Arizona. Six of the Arizona forestry workers on his team reported seeing Walton being beamed into a UFO craft through a shaft of light. Kind of like what you'd see like in, you know, kind of a, a drawing or a picture or a Hollywood movie. Um, then the men, they, they were terrified. They got out of there. They left him behind. Uh, they reported him missing. Uh, the local police um, started to suspect foul play, but his disappearance only lasted five days. Uh, when he returned, he said that aliens had taken him aboard their ship. He didn't know how long he'd been gone or, you know, he's just confused about everything. But the creatures apparently, according to him, put some sort of gas mask on his face that made him unconscious. And he remembers the aliens being really small, smooth skin, and just giant, really shiny eyes. But that's not the end of his story. He claims he met other humans, all dressed in uniforms. While on the UFO, he doesn't remember much else. He woke up really confused and shaken and uh, just found himself on an empty roadside when he came to five days later. Now, there's another case that maybe it's not so famous, and you might want to do a Google search on this. It's a Hillary Porter. Uh, she had um, encounters uh, or claims encounters with extraterrestrials um, over her life. So she's a Welsh native, and uh, she once worked for the county's uh, Ministry of Defense, or in the you know, country's Ministry of Defense in Britain. She, um, she claims to have been kidnapped by aliens all her life, start, starting <coughs> excuse me, at the age of five. <clears throat> now, can you imagine that? And if you had a five-year-old that told you that, would you believe them or think they just had a dream? Well, anyway, according to Porter, uh, the aliens looked reptilian with dry, scaly skin, and they had uh, had the ability to use telepathy. And she said she was taken aboard their uh, a disc shape, a disc shape uh, ship. She was, I guess, experimented on with several different medical type instruments that they used to take DNA from her. Uh, and this was uh, so after each abduction, she would have experience of just horrible just crippling migraine headaches. Sometimes she'd find bruises, cuts, uh, blood stains on her body. Uh, that, and, you know, and you'll find um, she, there's quite a bit of information out on the web about her. Well, here's one that's not so well known. Uh, Antonio Villaboas. Uh, uh, this is in the late fall of uh, 1957. And uh, Villaboas was uh, a farmer. And he said he spotted a red-colored star in the sky at night. 
And he also claimed that the light, as it drew closer to his farm, this was in Brazil, that he could make out the outline of an alien spaceship. Then it landed in his field. Now, can you imagine he's probably terrified, ready to jump out of his own skin. He hopped on his tractor and tried to get away, but said he was accosted by a small alien with blue eyes. He said he was then whisked aboard the spaceship, uh, where the beings that covered him in this really gooey slime covered him just head, head to toe. And when you know, when I read that, I was thinking, oh wow, that kind of reminds you of that crap in the Matrix, right? But then he was forced into mating with a female alien to produce a hybrid baby that these creatures would raise. Now, he told authorities that he was taken off the ship several hours after that, and uh, he had all kinds of thermal burns on his body. And uh, when they uh, examined him at the hospital and the doctors, they found all kinds of like a diagnosing with a radiation sickness. And uh, yeah, even later in life, I mean, he got out of farming and became a became a lawyer. But he, you know, even in his professional career, he still swore, you know, that he was abducted by aliens. He stuck to the story, no matter how crazy it sounded. And there are countless, countless uh, stories of alien abduction cases and people that had missing time. Which brings me to the case of a person that I know brought a story to me that they had a long, long trip, a 10-hour trip, roughly. And, and they were delivering some, some equipment. Well, she took her daughter along with her uh, for the trip so they could just have some mommy-daughter time, have a little fun, have a little road trip. And... Along the way, I guess using, you know, Google's, you know, the cell phones, series GPS, you know, to get from point A to point B, they texted the individual who they were going to go see, and then they had connected on their phone where one person can see where the other person's at. Kind of like, you know, like my sister, um, we have our phone sort of connected where like, you know, I can pull her info up like I'm going to text her. I can see if she's at home or she's at work or, you know, wherever. Just so that, you know, there's something with her and her daughter, you know, at least I know the last location. Right. So um, anyway, so they, they connected their phones up like that. So they know that where each other was at. And she ended up at a wrong address. And from the moment he had saw her phone from the text, literally right before. To a point where she was at. Like, literally, like, not very long after. He's like, wait a minute. How did you get from this point all the way to the location, which you had the wrong location? It ended up at this person's parents' house somehow. He's like, wait a minute. You got there in, like, no time when that location was at least a two and a, about a two-hour drive, two-and-a-half-hour drive. How did you go from there to there in no time in two and a half, you know, two and a half hour trip in like, you know, five minutes? What happened? How did that happen? She, for the life of her, nor her daughter, remembers part of that trip. They don't remember getting to that location. Which, you can imagine how scary that was. Like, did I fall asleep at the wheel? This, that, and the other. She has no memory of what happened. 
However, and I'm not going to play the video, but she sent me a video that she took right after this when she was really nervous when she got that text, like, how did you get there? Two and a half hours are missing. What happened? Um, one, the audio don't pick up, but her voice is on here, and I don't want to give away you know, if anybody ever recognized her voice because she asked me to be anonymous. Uh, to, uh, she has to be anonymous for this. But um, So this video I'm watching, it's about 30 seconds. Her daughter had, draw, had drawn this picture, and when she saw this picture, she looked at it, and it had this circle, and up above it, it wrote Earth with an arrow pointing down. And then she pointed at this, you know, drew these things and the stars and the moon. And she's explaining what this picture is. She goes, these, these are the stars. And here's the moon. And here are the aliens. And this is Earth. And then here's another planet. And then here's somebody walking their dog next to their house. And so she's explaining what, like, almost in sequence, here we're on Earth, here's the stars, here's, you know, here's the moon, all of a sudden here's an alien, here's another planet, two and a half hours later, here's somebody walking their dog back on Earth. And she said, why did you draw that? She goes, I don't know, I just drew it. As she was missing two and a half hours too. She couldn't remember anything on that. And and that to me is like that kind of freaked me out. Like they have no memory of what happened. They I mean, but you know, some of these folks in alien abduction cases, and and I know this person, they won't they won't go to um any kind of uh hypnosis, pro probably not. Um and uh the fact that missing time and the daughter is drawing alien UFO ship for another planet and then back on Earth, you know, wow, okay. Did she maybe have some subconscious memory of what happened in the last two and a half hours or some? I, I don't know. I don't know. That to me just sounded absolutely like, you know, if you didn't know the person, you'd think it was crazy. But they were very sincere and I believe them I who you know aliens I don't know but I can just tell you what the daughter was saying and the daughter looked very sincere about her you know it was nothing staged this was all organic and um just asking her why she drew that then the then the little explanation after it's like oh wow she's not sure either but yet she did and maybe that was maybe that was her two and a half hours crazy you know i wonder like you know we do have some folks who really are into you know the ufo ufology and and uh paranormal things like that that listen to this show too uh as a you know in addition to all the other weird stuff <laughs> and that crazy cultural stuff we talk about here but has has anything similar like that happened to any of you i've never had an experience like that and honestly if i thought i was driving from point a to point b and i couldn't remember you know, I mean, sometimes you don't pay attention to the road. Like, hey, I don't remember passing that. That's one thing. Two and a half hours. And somebody texting you that's following you on GPS, like, how did you get from here to here? Like, you just, like, you stopped here. There was nothing. And then, boom, you're at this other location. 
what happened. It's like driving through a portal, time portal or something. I don't know. Maybe there's some explanations out there. Maybe somebody's read something or heard something similar that maybe has some sort of, I don't know, hypothesis about what, what happened. But anyway, interesting story. And since it's Halloween month, we're talking creepy stuff anyway, I thought I'd just toss that out there for you guys to digest and get your thoughts on it. So it's Halloween month, and I know sometimes like everybody's watching horror movies, but sometimes sci-fi and alien stuff can be horror, especially Alien and Aliens. Yeah, I love those movies. Anyway, um, let me know what you guys think. Probably have to have some sort of opinion on Oh, yeah, they found that remains of that Brian Laundry guy. That's all over the news. And yeah, maybe that'll be a topic for another day. But anyway, thanks again for tuning in to the Gonzo Chronicles. If you're listening on iTunes or Amazon or wherever, just hit the subscribe button. If you're on your smartphone, podbean.com. We're on there. You can find us on there. And uh, make sure to uh, look up Gon- like facebook.com forward slash Gonzo Berry Dick. And uh, follow us on Facebook. We share some fun stuff. Thanks again, everybody. You guys have a great night. I'll see you soon.